Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So, a few things before starting today's episode. First thing is, I'm recording this on my iPhone because I believe the speaker is better than that which I have on my laptop, um, or the mic I should say. And because I'm back in Ireland, I stupidly did not bring my mic back from London. So I was just recording on the laptop with last week's episode that I did with Paul Dermody. Another thing is, after the podcast with Paul last week, we were just talking a little bit about podcasting. And I was saying how something I wanted to get from it was just to become better at articulating my thoughts into words. Because I can have quite intricate um, and well thought out thoughts within my head. But when I go to speak, because being Irish, we naturally speak quite quickly. But I find that if I slow down the way I talk and take bigger breaks, um, I actually am better at articulating my thoughts than if I try and speak normally. I just get muddled and end up saying the wrong thing. Um, and I've just been afraid that too much dead air time on the podcast. So when I'm speaking, sometimes I try and get the words out a little bit too fast and end up not making sense. Um, so that's something I'm going to be working on. So with that being said, let's get into today's podcast. So things that I've been doing currently that I've been finding very beneficial um, and just tips for anyone stuck at home at the moment and my thoughts on how long I think this will be. So first thing is, and I don't want to say these are things everyone should be doing because they aren't, but these are things that have helped me. So if you're someone who's often struggled with anxiety or stress um, or just a restless mind, you like this is the first time I've ever been able to spend full days at home without going anywhere, without going absolutely crazy. And I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that we have to stay home and I don't feel guilty about it. But anyways, I've been meditating a lot and I would have never really believed in that. I'd be more like, oh, running or lifting weights is my meditation. Um, I have no interest in sitting there and doing nothing. But it actually has helped me become a much deeper thinker without sounding like a bit of a hippie or something. Um but it can literally become almost a psychedelic experience. Like I'd be sitting there working on my breath, focusing on, it's a guided meditation by Sam Harris that I spoke about before. And you can literally start like seeing, seeing things inside your head. Um, so it's a pretty, pretty weird experience. Um, and it has definitely outweighed my expectations. It does take a lot of patience to even get to that stage. I've been doing it for probably about 30 days, just like 10, 15 minutes a day. Um, they're guided ones. You can get the app. You can either pay for it. It's like $100 a year. Or there's an option if you don't want to pay it. You can literally just send them an email and they'll give it to you for free for a year. And then in a year's time, you can go back and do it again. Um, but I found that super helpful. Even throughout the day, when you start to kind of, um, you start to get a bit overwhelmed or stressed, you just take a couple of seconds, go back to that kind of state. Um, and it's basically just trying to work out the way that you are not, um, the whole world is not really the whole world. It's your perspective of it. Everything that you see is inside your own consciousness. Your consciousness isn't exactly inside your head. And then when you start thinking about that, you start to realize it's all, everything that you're doing is just a reaction. Um, it's not really what's happening. It's just the way you're reacting to your perception of things. It sounds very woo-woo, but I recommend trying it um, if you think it would be helpful to you. I found it very helpful and being a logical thinker, thinking there's no real science behind this, I've actually found great benefits of it after being skeptical. 
Um, apart from that, drinking lots of water, taking a lot of vitamin C and vitamin D, because from everything I've read, they're two things that really help prevent this or reduce the severity of it if you do get it, the, the COVID-19 I'm referring to. Um, there hasn't been any extremely deep studies on that because it hasn't been around for a long time, but I can't see there being any real harm to having too much vitamin D or vitamin C um, or calcium to help to help absorb the vitamin C and just keep your immune system as strong as possible. Something else I learned, and because it's something I've always recommended to people, is because I've found that they worked, but it may have just been a placebo effect, is with probiotics um, for your gut health. And the latest research that I've read from the studies that have been done and from people that I've listened to, probiotics don't actually do anything to increase your the population of your gut bacteria, your good, healthy gut bacteria, which is what they were supposed to be doing. Um, and supposedly none of it actually reaches your gut alive. So probiotics, what has been proven is that they don't work in that way at least. Um, even if you've been on antibiotics or if you just have a bad gut health, they don't actually, there's no proof that they work. And it's actually been shown quite a lot that they don't do anything and make no difference at all. So if I've ever, if you've ever spent money on probiotics because I've recommended them, I apologize. I was going by the science at the time and it seems to have changed now. Still on this topic of the COVID as well, I think most people don't realize how long this is going to go on. And I've been reading quite a lot about it. I'm not any sort of scientist or doctor or anything of that sort. But the way in which things have been done, even politically, there is very little evidence, in my opinion, to show that this is going away anytime soon. And when it does, that things are going to go back to normal. My opinion on what is going to happen is that normal is going to be very different to what it used to be, um, as far as large gatherings and things like that go, because it's going to be probably a year, at least, from what I've heard, a year to 18 months before there's a vaccine or a proper cure, which is going to, which means basically you're not going to be able to have the large gatherings and stuff that we used to have by then. And habits are formed much quicker than that. And the way in which people start to live their lives is going to become normal in 12 months time. So people not gathering in large groups is going to become a normal thing before before this is resolved or partially resolved. So I don't think we'll be in full lockdown. I think people will congregate in smaller communities. People won't be traveling as much for the next year, but I think that'll take a long time to go back to the globalized world that we are used to. People going on holidays or people who travel a lot for work. Um, I think it's going to become a lot more digital. So you'll be doing a lot more like Zoom and Skype and things like that. I don't think it's ever going to go back to normal. As far as college, college being done online, now they've proven that it can be done online just as efficiently and it's saved a lot of people a lot of money by not having to live in the cities where, they're, where their um, university or college is. And I can't see them being able to convince people otherwise after doing it right now and possibly doing it next year. Um, Jordan Peterson was talking about this quite a while ago, how all his lectures are on YouTube and that's why he wasn't going back to 
to work in the university because why would he use time lecturing when people can get it online for free? Which is something I've always agreed with. Um, anything that you want to learn, you can learn it online. Obviously, if it needs to be checked by a state kind of commission in order to prove that you know that you have the knowledge like through college, then it should just be done online because they've literally proven now that it can be. So I can't see that going back to the way things were. Um, not to worry people, this could be a good thing. Apart from people dying and things like that, there is a lot of benefits to come from this. This is probably, because life has become a lot simpler now, which is always something I subscribe to, making life simpler, but obviously you always make excuses then to yourself that, oh, but I need to do this and I need to do this. And now that you literally don't, well, me personally, I literally don't need to do anything now, um, apart from a few very small bits. My life has become much simpler and much happier. I kind of measure that on, I wake up pretty excited for each day and I never have trouble getting out of bed now. And I also get excited to go to sleep because I know the next morning is going to be the exact same as this one and it's going to be good. I become a lot more consistent with my days and what I do every day. And I'm enjoying life as much as I ever have, even though you have to stay home and you can't do as many exciting things. FOMO as well is something that has completely disappeared, which wasn't something I realized I struggled with until this. And that is um, the fear of missing out, which I only realized that's what it stood for. I knew kind of what it meant, but I didn't even know that that's what it, was, what it stood for until today. Um, because no, you know everyone else in the same boat as you. Everyone else is doing the same thing. And then you don't have that fear of missing out that kind of makes you, you know, compare your life to others because everyone has the same life at the moment. Obviously, I know there's people struggling financially because of this and things along those lines. But we actually have, it has made, I think, it has made people a lot more grateful for what they have. Especially, like, I would have always not appreciated living in the country as much as I do now when when I did live here. And then after moving away, I started to appreciate it more. And now that I'm back and I see what things are like in London and what it would be like living in an apartment compared to living on a farm where we have unlimited space pretty much, you wouldn't be able to walk all the land around my house within a two kilometer radius in in a day. So very lucky in that way. And I've learned to appreciate that um, a lot more because of this. So I think for me, this has been an overall beneficial experience. I know it's been terrible, people dying and people being sick. But I think because then people are dying and being sick, it's our responsibility to kind of make it worthwhile for them and make the most of a bad situation. One of my biggest goals for this year also was to wake up happy every morning. And that has become so easy right now because I know I wake up, that means it's time to go for a walk. The weather has been absolutely insane. And another thing that I've learned from this is how big of an impact the weather has on me and that once this is all over, I'm definitely moving to sunshine because that has such a huge impact on my life. And it's just fantastic. So I'm definitely going to take advantage of the fact that I learned that now. I always kind of knew it, but it's definitely doubled it down for me. So I'm going to going to have to look into that as soon as this is all over, whenever it is. That is pretty much everything for today. Short one today as I have no guest for this week. Probably have a guest again by next by the next episode kind of just doing it episode to episode at the moment um i'm kind of out of work mode 
so I'm not putting too much pressure on doing anything just when I feel like it picking up the phone like this and doing it and as you can see the sound quality comes out quite good with just an iPhone recording through voice memos and then uploading it to my podcast um, server so if you're thinking about starting a podcast or you want to I highly recommend doing so um, even if you just have a phone because it still comes out quite good obviously it's different if you're having guests but you could still use zoom or skype through your phone and it's quite good or even using like a set of headphones they, with, a, with a speaker on them or a uh, mic on them that comes out quite well but if there's any guests or any topics you'd like me to talk about feel free to send me a dm if you enjoyed the podcast please post it to your story and if you haven't already, go back and listen to last week's podcast with Paul Dermody. It was an absolutely fantastic podcast. And there's plenty more great podcasts like that along with it, ones with guests. I know I'm not as good at doing the podcast solo. That's why I try not to do them too often. Um, I much prefer to have a guest on and to interview them. But yeah, if there's any guests that you'd like to have on or any topic you'd like me to cover or any questions you want answered, send them in and I'll go through them on the next podcast. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. I've called this episode the quarantine episode because it is episode number 40 happening during a quarantine and the word quarantine comes from 14th century Italy I believe when they used to quarantine ships for 40 days so 40 days meaning meaning quarantine um, during to like prevent the plague coming in through the coasts so yeah episode number 40 the quarantine episode.